0: This is Spoiler Country, a podcast about comics, movies, whatever, but mostly comics. Enjoy. enjoy,
1: enjoy. Previously on Spoiler Country.
0: All right, welcome back. Spoiler Country, I'm Kendrick Regan. that's Johnny Horsley, and today on our show, Spoiler Country met Kevin Smith. Yeah, we did. And we just didn't get <laughs> to meet him, we actually got to take pictures with him, converse with him, talk to him, well that's what converse means, so it's a double right. thing there, but at the end of the day, we got to <laughs> spend some time with him. And the cool thing is, it was a, you know, a comic book store that was a Destiny Comics out of Tacoma, Paid for him to come and and do autographs like they do. We paid ten bucks a piece, which thank you, Johnny, for paying for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. If you need that I'm, money I'm, back, I'm, let me know. Um, no, we're good. I'm, I'm glad we were to we were both able to get to it. It's awesome. Yeah, and we got there late, and so we were literally the last six people in line. There yeah, three of us, <laughs> me, Johnny, and Kaylee, and then three more people after that. Yeah, and the guy that I don't know if you. Whoever works at the store kept coming back and, like, giving people, like, the heads up. Hey, hey, you know, we're getting late, da-da-da-da-da. Things might not happen the way you want. Yeah. Totally cool. We were late. Totally understand it. And the funny thing is, is, like, if you don't have a ticket, you're not going to be able to get an autograph. And there was literally only one person in line that didn't have a ticket. And he was just there with his buddy just hanging out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he ended up getting an autograph. And he yeah. ended up getting it. But he comes in like a little bit later and says, hey, everybody got a minute with Kevin. Now everybody gets 30 seconds. Okay, that's cool. You know, we're just there to meet him anyways and and blah, blah, blah. Well, and Kevin's got two shows to do tonight too afterwards, yeah. you know. Yeah. But we get up there and it was kind of a blessing because we were the last. We actually got like five minutes with him. Yeah, we had the most time because yeah. there was nobody else. <laughs> yeah. So I got up. I'm talking to him, acting like I've seen him a million times. You know, we did the shake. We did the hug, the whole thing. Like, we're it's your best buds. Yeah, like we're best buds. I tell him about the podcast. He's he, he's actually interested in the podcast. I, how, many, how many episodes have you guys done? And the cool thing, okay, this is the cool thing. The first thing I say is, look, you have to understand, Kevin Smith, Johnny and I went for my birthday two years two, ago. Yeah, two years ago to Bellevue. Yeah, yep. Yeah. My mom bought us. Bought tickets for my birthday, and I, and Johnny is the only guy that I thought he would really appreciate going and seeing Kevin Smith. Of course. I love Kevin and Smith. And it was like a really <laughs> private, like, it was a very, not private, but very intimate um, setting, right? Yeah. And it's the yep, parlor yep. in Bellevue. It's a very small comedy club, but they get big names that go there because it's Bellevue. Yeah. And people who don't know, Bellevue is a very bougie, posh kind of area of... It's a, it's a city that is directly east of Seattle. Uh, yeah. And it's just a very rich, ritzy neighborhood, ritzy city. Yeah, it is. So they get big names that go to this very intimate setting, and it was really cool because we got to sit there, and he does this whole stand-up, which was amazing, and um, he's just talking about going on the set of Star, Star Wars, Wars yep. uh, Force Awakens and everything, and it was really cool. But near the end, he talks about if you – you know, you're a creator or whatever you do, and whatever you love, just do it and make content, do what you want to, you know, do the things that, that bring you happiness and get out there and do it. And we were just like, it was almost like the a light bulb, the light bulb yeah. went on when it comes to, okay, let's just do it. You know what I mean? Like, cause he, he talked about people just do full movies using nothing but an iPhone and then yeah, uploading just it just to it. YouTube and you have a full audience right there. Yeah. Just do it. And so I told him that story that that was really our catalyst. He's like, how many episodes are you guys in? I said, we started in July. We got 50. Johnny was quick to say, no, no, no. We got 55. Two in the bank is what we call it. And we said, hey, we got two coming out we're, but, and we'll be at 55. I said, our goal, one of our goals when we started this was to have Kevin Smith on. He said, you get to 100. I'll be on your 100th episode. And then he signed my the, the the flyer that I had for him because I didn't bring anything because I really just wanted to shake his hand and get a um and get an autograph. And he yeah. said, uh, Kenrick, one hundredth episode. He said, just tweet this back at me, let me know that that I promised to be on with that thing and and we'll make it happen. And I was like, Oh my god, this is happening.
1: Yeah. Well our our big goal when we started the podcast was yeah, and to have it happen and get the commit from him. It's gonna make Going to make that 100 episode that much more special for us.
0: Yep. Yep. Totally. Totally. What was your favorite thing about meeting him? Just how down to earth he was. I
1: mean, he was just like a dude. It was cool.
0: Yeah. He like, had been there for, he was what, an hour? He was supposed to be there two to four. It was after, It was almost five o'clock, so he was already late. Yeah. He had two shows to do tonight, and he acted like you were the first guy he saw that day.
1: Yeah, it was like we were the last people, and it was it was no like, oh man, I've been here so long. It was just, hey man, what's up? How's it going? And engaging and talking and signing the thing. And on my on my picture, he wrote, John, I miss you, Kevin Smith.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and
1: on Kelly's, he wrote, Kaylee, I love you,
0: Kevin Smith.
1: <laughs> and I was like, damn it, Kevin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that. That was awesome. Yeah, mine just says Kenrick, 100th episode. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, everybody else got a personal note, but you know what? I think mine's hey, the, that's... the best. <laughs>
1: You're just, you're just kind of special, man. You're just special
0: because, and we gave him our card. He took our card. Yep. actually put it in his wallet, not just like threw it aside. Actually, he took the time to put take his wallet out, stick it in there, which was a big deal to me because that means that there's something that he'll say it.
1: Yeah. If you're listening, to Kevin, thanks for uh, for making it a good time.
0: That's right. That's right. It was cool. It was worth the wait.
1: Yeah. Thanks for coming on episode 100. I really. That's gonna be awesome.
0: Yeah. When he gets there. Yeah. We'll, we'll just thank you now. That way on the episode, we don't have to thank you for anything. That's right. That way we can be like, oh, starstruck. Deek. yeah. And who knows how long he'll be on. It'll be either five minutes or two hours. Who knows? Yeah, as much as he
1: wants, yeah. So unlike yeah. Kendrick, I did, I did bring stuff to get signed because I've been a Kevin Smith fan. And I'm the kind of guy that, I don't know, I like, I like get my stuff signed. So I brought my-
0: I don't own any DVDs.
1: I know. I, I and still mean, have He was DVDs. writing comics
0: in the late 90s, early 2000s.
1: Yeah. And so I just never got any of those. I still have my DVD, so I pulled out my Clerk X DVD, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, and Dark Get the get the first four signed, and yeah. then I had a a couple of Green Hornet comics that are Cody's that I got. So I had him signed too, but mostly oh, cool. I wanted to get those those DVDs signed. Now I'm gonna. I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. It's just they're cooler signed now. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really cool to have him sign all that stuff. I don't know, man. It was really neat. He was a really nice guy. It was exciting. It was cool because we didn't know that this was gonna happen today until last night. When out of the blue, Johnny goes, "What do you do tomorrow? <laughs> Nothing. I'm going to my mom's. Got to go to Tacoma, dude. Kevin signing. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it was cool because you bought the last ticket. And what happened after that?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I bought the last ticket, and it was like no more tickets available. So I, I emailed the comic shop. Was like, hey, I'd, I'd like to get, I'd like to know if um I can, you know, purchase another ticket for my wife, one for my co-host. For my podcast, we both, we really want to, everybody wants to come together. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, just come down, you know, $10 cash at the door and I'm, just make sure you remind me of the email. And I was like, okay, cool, man. So I ended yeah. up getting two extra tickets through email because I was like, I bought the last one emailed that them, emailed them right away before they even tweet out that it was sold
0: out. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know, man, that was really fun. It was really, it was unexpected, which is the best way. And yeah. like we said, he was one of our goals when we started this podcast. Can we get Kevin Smith on just to be able to shoot the shit with him?
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to, because our format of quote-unquote interviewing is just hanging out, and I'm I'm excited for that. Because in the future, I can go, yeah, I hung hung out with Kevin Smith once.
0: (laughs) Right? Right? Yeah, I totally, you know, I should have stopped by one of the stores and got him a J. Oh. And if I was thinking about it, I should have done that. And I was like, God dang it. We posted
1: a tweet that somebody in Spokane gave him a lightsaber bong packed with weed. Oh, (laughs) that's
0: hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, Washington State representing. Dude,
1: he gets so much weed up here for free when he comes up, to, oh, up this I'm way. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It it's not too. It's not as special as it could be. Well, he kind of. He he kind of smelled like weed too when we were there.
0: Oh, did he? Oh yeah. I'm so oblivious to that now. I, I don't even notice anymore. I and mean, it wasn't it's like, like over the top potent.
1: Yeah, it wasn't over the top. It was. It was. It was subtle. But I was like, yep, you smell like weed.
0: But I mean, whatever. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing
1: wrong with that. I don't care.
0: And we met some cool care. people online. We talked the whole time. Uh, never broke out the lapel mics for some reason. We just—I think we were just too busy just bullshitting with everybody. Yeah, we were just chatting and making friends, which was yeah. which was cool. And what was the guy? He's part of a, a YouTube channel as well, right?
1: Yeah, he's part of um, the Watchtower Database on YouTube, and his we uh, sit there and talked. to Matthew Matthew Washburn. We were just talking with him. We followed him on Twitter, and he liked our podcast. So if you're listening to this one, Matthew, hey, it was good talking with you. Yeah, it was, he has the, a Watchtower database YouTube channel where they are going through the DC animated universe of uh, Batman TAS through Justice League Unlimited, kind of cataloging things and talking about all the interesting connections between how they connect. You know, I think the one thing he was working on, they told me, was he's trying to, they're trying to connect Justice League um, Unlimited to Batman Beyond, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. The whole thing was, it was a kind of a cool experience, man. Most of the time you sit in line. Like when I met Shan Lee, that was cool. But, you know, it was literally like, like, shake of the hand, blah, blah, blah. And it was cool because he kind of gave you that moment, you know?
1: Yeah. but it, so it was just a moment.
0: Right. Right. This was and like, it was a, very impersonal. Yeah. This was like full on personal and, Going through everything, it was it was really neat, and then generally seemed interested in what we're talking about with the podcast and what we've been doing, and you know, and it was cool. Belinda telling me that yeah, we had Mike Grell on, we had you know Ben Temple Smith and Richard Cadry and Scott Adleisky do the best show we can yeah and we got jmd matase coming on and we are just button he goes did you ever think that you'd have these people on and be doing this i'm like not in a million no. fucking years man <laughs> not in a million years that i would think by this time we would have anybody on that would what of note yeah. you
1: know yeah but here and we not, are not
0: everybody that we've had on has always been amazing you know yeah kevin joseph a you know, Stefan Franks, Stefan Franks, Godlewski. Frank, Scott Stefan Franks, Scott uh Ryan Cody. All these guys have been amazing. Yeah, you know, and and all done well in their own right within the industry. And it's just been it's it's been a blessing in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, the podcast has been amazing. It's it's yeah. great, and just to get the fact that you know we made that the silly goal about getting Kevin Smith on, you know, a, a, we set a goal that we think is pretty much unobtainable, you know, right and. He's like, yeah, sure, that's cool, man. We'll do it. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> well, I've tweeted him before to come on and, and, and nothing, which I'm sure he gets like a billion tweets a day. So yeah, I'm, but I think
1: being in person and talking in person is a huge difference.
0: Right. Right. And it was just cool, man. I'll be on your hundredth episode. Sweet. I'm like totally giddy about it. Right. Right. So what's your um what's your favorite Kevin Smith movie? My favorite Kevin Smith. It's probably Clerks, the first one, still. Yeah, yeah, because it was just, I watched that, dude, I was, uh, I started, what, that came out in 93, 92? Yeah, something like that. somewhere around there? I started working at a video store in 95. It was one of the first ones that I watched, like, you, you know, more than a dozen times on video. Because right. it just made me laugh. It was, it's my age group. You know what I mean? Everything they're talking about, everything they are experiencing, you know, the way they were. I mean, the whole thing was my it was targeted towards my age group, right? Right. Because he's right. just a couple years older than me. He's not that much older than me. No, he's and, not. And um so it was, you know, so that's probably still my favorite. I really like dogma. Dogma made me laugh and it was just and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I was raised Catholic and yeah. so a lot of stuff oh, yeah. that he talks about in that is really hits. I thought chasing Amy was was, was unique. Yeah. But you know, I love stupid humor so I really loved Mallrats.
1: Yeah, Mallrats is you know, one of my favorites. I quoted
0: Walmart I quoted Walmart. <laughs> I created I quoted Mallrats. <laughs> there for, you go. Yeah, for quite a long time, I mean Jason Lee in that movie, I I think I cried at some of the stuff that he was doing it's yeah he's great in that movie he yeah as brody yeah <laughs> and i didn't even know that he was like a skateboard guy
1: neither did i neither did i but course, yeah. i also watched that movie when i was like you know 14 and when i first watched yeah. Mallrats. yeah uh i had a, i got a copy of the vhs tape from somewhere and i watched it and loved it and you know watched it over and over and over again and then it was after Mallrats that i found clerics and then I was like, no, this guy's this this Kevin Smith dude knows what he's doing. I, I like these dick and fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember when the rumor was that he wrote, he had written a Superman movie. Yeah. And then, which he, did, which he did, but then, yeah, which it. I didn't know if it was true or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah, back then. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was cool. I'm like, no way. You wrote a Superman movie? Is that coming out? When's it coming out? And then, it, of course, it never did. I think that they was the one that nothing. was going to be Nicolas Cage, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. was going to be terrible. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Well,
1: who knows? Right. Who, who knows? knows? It could have been wonderful with our plastic light-up suit and long hair Superman Nick, Nick Cage. could have been great.
0: <laughs> you never know, man. You, you know, well, there's a reason it didn't happen, so... Yeah. I'm okay you know, with not knowing if that was I, good or I bad. I even like Cop Out. I, I thought that was funny. I,
1: I have Cop Out, but I haven't watched Cop Out. That's what Out.
0: you're saying. You said it's still in cellophane and everything.
1: Well, I bought it on like a $5 Walmart sale, and then I was like, oh, I'll watch this Kevin Smith, and then I just like I just didn't, and it's like, you know, it's Kevin Smith, and it's looks. it should be funny. I don't know, but I just just never watched it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I I don't know. I like Tracy Morgan, you know. Yeah, he's funny. And then I think that movie is funnier now to me because of the stories about Bruce Willis on that that movie and the way Kevin Smith (laughs) dealt with it and the way he's dealt with it since then cracked me up, you know? Uh, Maybe it's just his storytelling, the style that he does it in, but it's still funny.
1: Man, the way that man tells stories is great
0: yeah you know
1: now my yeah, my favorite my favorite thing i think is always going to be Mallrats because that's the one that introduced me to the the view of universe and kevin smith and oh okay got me hooked and i watched it so many times I'm like and then but i also you know i really love dogma too i think dogma's such a fantastic film and
0: yeah see my first one was clerks
1: yeah see so I, I saw clerks later i like clerks but i don't think clerks is as good as, i even like clerks too yeah oh yeah i, like, I think clerks too hilarious
0: yeah I know a lot of I people are like, eh. I was like, I think it's hilarious. Dude, I even, I even like Jersey Girl, okay? <laughs> I, you know what? I have never actually sat and watched Jersey Girl all the way through. Really? Yeah, I just, I don't know what it was. It's was like, I think it was just my age, and I yeah. was out doing stuff. When it came out, it wasn't like, I wasn't sitting at home watching movies then. Uh, you know what I mean? And now, with so many movies coming out, and all the superhero movies, and you know everything else that come out, you don't really, yeah. I don't know, I I you know, I don't go back. You should watch that. it. I, I should go watch Jersey Girl. Yeah, it's it, I, I enjoy. it it a romantic it. comedy, right, with Ben Affleck? Yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's it's a romantic comedy with and with Ben Affleck and George Carlin and Jennifer Gardner. No, no, it's got Oh uh, uh,
0: no, oh, oh, no, um, Steven yeah, Liz Tyler is. Yeah, Liz Tyler, Liz Tyler.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liv and yeah, Liv Tyler is yeah. in it, and uh, Will Smith is in it too. <laughs> oh, is he? Well, he plays himself.
0: Oh, that's it's funny. pretty. It's
1: pretty funny. I I, I don't know. I enjoyed that. I thought it was funny. I thought George Connor was funny in it. I thought Ben. Affleck I forgot was good. that Kevin Smith was in Die Hard.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> um, Die Hard was it? Die Hard three? No, Die Hard four. No, are you sure? No, I think it's Die Hard three, dude. Did with Die Hard Samuel is, Jackson. Oh, was he in that one? Oh no no you're right you're right you're right he was I'm the, thinking he was of the, the fourth other one. one yeah 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 the fourth one with uh, what's his name who was the bad guy in that who I don't was? I, didn't,
1: I didn't, I've only watched the first three Die Hards I didn't watch anything after that one. You only watched the first three? Yeah, I've only, watched, I've only watched up to With Vengeance. I haven't watched any, any ones after that. You didn't watch didn't, the one any with any Kevin
0: ones. Smith as the guy in the chair?
1: No, I didn't watch that one.
0: That's pretty good. And with uh, Justin Long?
1: No, I haven't, I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> oh, you should check it out. It's pretty, it's pretty good.
1: It's, pretty it's good. not because I don't want to see it. I just ha- it just came out of time when I wasn't watching a lot of movies. I just haven't gone back to watch it.
0: <laughs> Same thing with me with Jersey Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. Movies, there's
1: movies that I definitely should have seen that I haven't seen that I'm like, I probably would love them. I just haven't I seen them. Like, Die Hard is like my favorite Christmas movie, the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a huge debate every year if, if is Die Hard a Christmas film or not a Christmas film. And it's like, well, it takes place I mean, it's a Christmas. film that takes place, takes place yeah, at Christmas.
0: It's the settings, it's the but, surroundings, so you might as well enjoy it. Yeah. I don't think
1: there's no debate about it, you know? No, there is. Every year on the internet, there's a huge debate. It's I know, there is. The I know there is. I know there is. I'm stuff. saying
0: that there shouldn't be a debate because it takes place during Christmas. It's a Christmas story. I watch it every Christmas. Not on Christmas Day, but at Christmas, you know, the holidays. If it's a story that takes place during Christmas, does that make it a Christmas story? Because
1: the, the story has nothing
0: to do with I, Christmas. I think the fact that millions of people now have made it a ritual to watch during the holidays makes it a Christmas movie. Well, we watch horror films during Christmas
1: time at my house. Oh, that's, yeah because Well, a lot of horror a, movies that, that's come a, out That's, that's how we Around horror, that time The horror holidays Yeah, you watch a lot of Like one year we watched Just back-to-back cheesy horror films And then I think last year We watched all four Jaws movies <laughs>
0: That's hilarious So Yeah Did you think of something for me to watch Or read that you want me to To try to convince me into liking something?
1: Yeah, I still want you to read All-Star Superman
0: Okay, is it a trade paperback? It
1: is now, yeah Okay, I think um, yeah. There's a tray that collects all the issues.
0: All right, cool. Then I will check that
1: out. I, the one. I still think that that's the one for Superman for you.
0: That's the one.
1: I think that's the one. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then it's let just me a, get such a great you, story. Let me get you the one I want you to watch.
1: What's that? Oh, the Doctor Who episode.
0: Hold on, hold on. Let me find it. You're not even prepared, man. Sheesh. Well, I'm on Amazon Prime, I <laughs> Where is it at?
1: We need a theme song for this section of the show too.
0: Think of something for me to watch or read that you want me to to try to convince me to like something. Maybe it's either season nine or it's season seven. I think it's season seven. Oh come on! Sorry, I had it written down and then I left it at home. That's fine. Maybe it's season 9 and I totally just went to 7 and 8. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to Google search for it cuz I know the characters. <laughs> it is Doctor Who: The Return of Doctor Mysterio. The Return of Doctor Mysterio. And it's on Amazon Prime. All right.
1: I have that pulled up. Yeah, I watched Amazon that on Prime. Oh, you know what?
0: Yeah. Don't don't tell me you've already I've, seen it.
1: I have actually seen that episode. Well Or i at least or I I've at least, at least I've seen something with it cuz I recognize the character.
0: Oh, yeah, you probably do recognize the actor that plays in it cuz he's actually a, um a pretty well-known actor. But do not read the synopsis. Just hit play and start watching cuz if you read the synopsis, you'll ruin it. All right, all right. Okay, you got to promise me that you're not going to do that and do not read the synopsis. Weird, okay. Yeah.
1: So check it out. Just, I'll, Tell I'll, me I'll what you it think. Up and I'll watch it tomorrow. I'll watch it tomorrow.
0: All right. And I will download uh well, is it on comi- Comixology? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Should be. Then I will they have most- put that on my my tablet tonight and then we will begin Sweet. to watch it and then we'll do a whole episode um ha- we'll we'll split it in half. There you go. Half Doctor Who, half Superman to see to see if it worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I don't know that you'll be Converted as a Doctor Who fan but I know You'll like that episode and From that you'll probably give more a chance All that sounds good You get what I'm saying? Yeah yeah yeah
1: I see what you're saying I see what you're saying Yeah. so yeah I'll watch watch it tomorrow And then we'll come back on it next time
0: Yeah I mean this will be pretty easy for me because I'm pretty much In the bag when it comes to comic books Right (laughs) (laughs) Yeah I'll check that out Why not? (laughs) Sure I'll read that book No problem I mean I read all the uh, Godleski supermans and You know yeah and they were great. I mean, we they talked about him, and there's just I just didn't like the first one he did. And I think after talking to him, he felt kind of the same way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so too.
0: That he was like, yeah, it's kind of a throwaway issue, and it was you know it was just weird, right? They there's, wrecked the there's city and they just weird. let him go. That was weird.
1: It <laughs> seemed very on Superman like to me. Yeah, like, right. no,
0: they're fine. Yeah, whatever. You know, I'll get him later. Me <laughs> eh. me. <laughs> 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 One
1: eternity later.
0: <laughs> All right, so we did half the recording a couple days ago. We got to meet Kevin Smith. We're very lucky. He's gonna come on the show here in the in the future when we get to level level. <laughs> We've been talking. When we get to level one hundred when we get to level one hundred. We level up. needs food badly, dude.
1: We should we should stop we should stop calling them episodes and calling them levels. Like we're on level this this is level fifty six. Oh yeah, that that's a good idea.
0: We're on level 56. Yeah. I
1: like it. We're leveling up. So <laughs> a couple days ago, up. we got to
0: meet Kevin Smith, which was amazing for us. We we're total geeks for him. Well, we just told him that like, you know, 5 minutes ago. Oh, that's true.
1: But yeah, just so you get the context,
0: half of the show was was recorded a couple days ago, and at the end of that epi- uh, episode, at the end of that level. recording, <laughs> <laughs> we challenged each other to, to to read something that we're not huge, read or watch something that we're huge fans of, and, and see what we thought. Because these are stories that we thought that the other person would actually enjoy, and maybe even open the door for more of the same thing. Mine was Doctor Who for Johnny, a specific episode that was mm-hmm. uh, a self-contained storyline that was fine. It had some yeah. things that talked about other episodes, but... It actually made, actually not knowing kind of made the story a little bit more richer, I think. And then you challenged me to read All-Star Superman, which I got to say right off the bat, <laughs> next time they have to be of similar, maybe we should do the same genre or not the same, the same medium, I mean.
1: Right. Because, An episode and a, yeah, a series. Yeah, 12 books
0: compared to <laughs> one 50-minute episode is like, you know, a little, but I got it through. I did it. I I, I finished You it. did it.
1: Yeah, congratulations!
0: Yeah, and I did it all within a day and a half.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's impressive. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, especially with
1: my work schedule, so it was crazy. Right. Well, you're, you're dedicated to the podcast, man. It's, it's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So mine was let's talk, let's talk Doctor Who first. You okay? If that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. I was just trying to think of. Uh, yeah. 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 Let's just talk Doctor Who first. That's fine.
1: Okay, so before this episode I have I've actually watched some Doctor Who before. I've watched probably as I've read some Superman before. Right. So I had watched an episode or two of the first season that it came back with the, the one the guy who was on it for one season. I didn't care for I I couldn't stand it. I mean yeah. I was not going to say it it was just, it was just boring right. to me. And then I started watching the David Tennant series and I watched about the first eight episodes and it was good. I, I yeah. enjoyed it. I but I just it didn't captivate me at all. Right. So, I, I'm and I've been familiar with Doctor Who for years. I just, I just, yeah, just not you, something that I've jumped everybody into.
0: Everybody knows who Doctor Who is. Right. Right. You know? I mean, it's been on, it's, it took a hiatus for like 10 years or whatever, but it's basically been on TV since like 1961 or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, what episode was it? Which one did I make you watch? Uh, do you have it there God. in front of you?
1: I, Something cat Dr. Mysterio. The Return of Dr. Mysterio. Yeah, The right? Return
0: of Dr. Mysterio. Yeah. And what was it about?
1: So, I, I know why you wanted me to watch this one, because it starts off, it's it's heavy comic lore, or heavy comic based. Yeah. I mean, even the, even the people in the company are called Siegel and Schuster, so.
0: <laughs> you you noticed that? I laughed <laughs> yeah. so hard when they said that. I was, I was like, like ah, what? That's hilarious. I don't think I would have caught that before we started this podcast, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, the whole, th- the whole thing is about... Uh, the doctor goes to some – it's a Christmas special, I think it is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. One
1: of them. But the doctor goes to New York to this kid. He has this gemstone. He's trying to – he's builds this tree, quote-unquote tree, on top of the, the building. And through happenstance of what he says and the kid asks questions, the kid eats the gemstone. Thinking well, that he's a but doctor. He said,
0: Hold this, I'm a doctor. And the kid and the kid's, Yeah, he has like asthma, so he thought he was giving <laughs> him a pill. <laughs> right. So he's like, wait, you ate the
1: gemstone? Am I gonna die? You know, so it goes off. The gemstone bonds with his body and basically makes him a superhero. So the whole episode is about this kid who becomes a superhero and he takes on the attributes Called of this the ghost. Yeah. And he's taking the attributes of the characters that he was reading, or that he wants he desires. Right. And in the in the before this happens, they're talking about Superman and talking about Spider-Man a little bit, but he's talking about, you know, Oh, I thought was funny with Doctor Who was like, uh, the Doctor was like, you know, Superman, Clark Kent, they're the, they're the same person. The kid's like, yeah, everybody knows that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cool uh, little comedic scenes during that episode that kind of makes you laugh.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it was good. It was good. I don't really need, obviously, I mean, like you said, I didn't need any prior knowledge to watch the episode. It was very standalone, very much. I could just enjoy it for what it was. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even have to know who doctor the doctor was to to enjoy it. It's because it kind of
0: just took I, care of himself. You know what I thought when I when I watched that episode is you're very much, <laughs> you're very much the uh, the good triumphs over evil every time, and a very the the hope like in Superman how everything is of belief you know having hope that all this stuff is going to work out and everything's going to be the way it's supposed to be, and when you watch that episode they. They kind of reverberate that throughout the whole thing, you know. And, yeah. and you have this very simple guy <clears throat> that is doing way more than he should. You know, he he's he's taking care of, he's nannying nanny. his, yeah, the he's girl nanny. that he loves, <laughs> as his kid that was actually his best friend's girlfriend. That when she found out she was pregnant, he took off. But he's had a crush on this girl since school. Right. I did find it.
1: Interesting, or I i like the part when uh the doctor was seeing him in grade school, and he was looking—he wouldn't look at anybody because he was in puberty, and he had—he had X-ray vision he couldn't turn off.
0: <laughs> right, he <you're> was seeing everybody <laughs> naked, and then here comes the girl that he loves walking down the the hallway, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" And then he starts floating because he's on cloud nine. Right. <laughs> and the doctor's all pulling him down. <laughs>
1: stop! 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 No, it was—it was a good episode. It was very fun. Very. Peter Capaldi, you know, I I, never—I never was the first time watching Peter Capaldi as who? Yeah, I
0: like him as doc as the Doctor. There's a lot of people that didn't. It took a a lot of people didn't like him, and they didn't like the act the way he was portraying the Doctor. And and I thought he did great.
1: The episode was great. I mean, he did a good job, I thought. But I think people don't like him is because the two Doctors before him were you know Matt Smith and David Tennant, you know, two charismatic pretty boys. Yeah, well, they were both really,
0: really, really loved. Yeah, yeah. You know, what'd you think of the uh, the brains? The brains that, that was interesting.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> honestly, honestly, I felt that the 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 bad guys, the the plot, as far as like you know what they're trying to defeat, was really kind of secondary to the yeah. plot of Grant and the Doctor and his girlfriend and the baby. It really, it really, like, the brain portion, all that, did, really didn't matter. Right. You know, ultimately, it was a story of this kid getting superpowers, falling in love, and. The doctor kind of be in there to you know quote unquote uh, mentor him to where he needs to be. It was you know, a that, that definite was the, that was real story to oh, yeah. Superman. Hundred percent. All yeah. it was all Superman.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was really cool, and that's why I thought you would really like that one because it was when you watch it, you're just like, aw.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it it definitely makes you want to watch some more some more Doctor Who from his from uh, Capaldi's series.
0: Yeah, I, I I think there's more. There's a lot of them that are. Not at, in that vein. Not where you, it, it's like the like the doctor is very much a secondary character, and and the yeah. whole and the whole alien invasion is actually a secondary character or a yeah. second a tertiary um, storyline. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, ex, it's extra plot. It's just there for conflict. doesn't matter when they open yeah. up their
0: eyes in the jar. Right. It's pretty creepy. I was like, oh. Well, or when the
1: aliens like rip their head open, the guy pulled the gun out of his head. Yeah, they like, unzip weird... their head. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a weird place to hold your gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty weird. You know, it's really about that whole that whole scene of, and I, I really yeah. you could tell whoever wrote it. I, I don't I don't remember who wrote it. You know, because I didn't. I should have paid attention, but I didn't. I don't know who wrote it. You could tell that they have a huge love for for Superman. I mean, because at the beginning of the episode, they do they're doing a a uh, an interview, not an interview, but a uh, what do you call it a you know. Yeah, what do you call it, Johnny, when, when somebody stands in front of a bunch of reporters?
1: A press conference? Yeah.
0: God, man. Sir. When they're doing the press conference and the guy calls his assistants, Schuster and Siegel, and you're just like, yeah, oh my God, are uh, you kidding? It was written by Stephen Moffat. Oh, yeah. He was the showrunner for a long time. So he must be yeah. a yeah. huge Superman fan because it really was just- Clearly
1: clearly i mean there's lots of easter eggs in there for various superheroes but mostly superman and i liked it i enjoyed it,
0: it yeah was, well did, it was did fun grant's character is a bumbling fool when he's not ghost and i mean that in a, in a loving you know in a in a, a loving way I, you know just in a, a loving way. Yeah, you I mean, because he's like, he dude. bumbles through, he does it on purpose, to, so people yeah, don't know yeah. that. Well, like, Clark Kent, like Clark Kent did. Yeah, and he does the glasses, <laughs> the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. If he was a reporter, but the funny thing, and she's a, the girlfriend that he, the girl that he really, really likes, and he lives with, she's the a nannies, reporter. she's yeah. a reporter, and if he was a reporter, it would have been like, oh my God, this is hilarious. I did like how,
1: at the end, when uh he's holding up the the ship, and with his arm, and yeah. She's in front of him and she's like, "I'd like you in your costume." He's like, "Well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be kind of hard to put my costume on right now." And she goes, "I'll do it for you." And she puts and she puts his glasses on, not yeah. his costume. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Was, I thought that was a really nice touch.
0: Yeah, and that's a that's a nod to Superman too because yep. Superman is dressed as Clark is his costume.
1: Yep, it was a huge nod. I, I that's why I I liked it a lot. I was like, "That's really cool." And, yeah, you know, I, I started watching it and you know I'm up here sitting here at, at my desk and. I, you told me not to multitask, but I, I was. I was watching it, and I was getting my my computer that suffered the coffee the coffee instance uh, is now back and running. I'm actually on it right now. It's running again, but I reinstalled Windows on it, and I was in the middle of making sure I had everything installed so I can do this podcast, and I don't know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't doing too much. I was just you know, nah, hitting you downloads, installed install, download install. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's not a big deal. But as I'm doing that,
1: all of my kids come in, sit down on the couch, and just sit and watch it entranced the entire oh, episode. Oh, that's
0: cool. So they all enjoyed it, too. Yeah, and they're
1: all like, "Can we watch more?" <laughs> 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 so it made my kids want to watch more Doctor Who. Of course, the kids are watching the the David Tennant ones with me downstairs, and you know, Sadie and Jacob both love it. Yeah, like, J- they'll watch it without me too. One of my you know?
0: favorite ones with David Tennant is they're on the edge of a black hole, and there's yeah. a uh, there's a, a rock floating on the edge of the black hole, and <clears throat> there's people drilling right. Yeah. And they get there and they're finding like, they're having like all this weird stuff happen. And it's this, you know, it, somebody gets, uh, possessed. Right. And all the, and, and kills somebody. And David Tennant, the doctor goes down into this, this pit that they find and it ends up being Satan chained up. It's a prison for Satan. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And it, he's in a constant flux on this black hole, but it's slowly getting sucked in. And, uh, He's possessed these people. Yeah, he's possessed these people, and they're rocketing off. And his whole goal is possess somebody as they rocket off the the rock, so he can get away right. from his prison. And right. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. You know, it's it's that's the one thing I like about the with the Doctor Who series is that you know everything is is completely outlandish. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just fun, you know, and and it's. You, but they do a lot of social commentary and and use a lot of things as an allegory to to what's happening today, and it's it's interesting and it's a different viewpoint than what Americans have, because it's a very right, British like viewpoint, too. which I think is important to try to find those different views out there, and that's one of the I shows agree. that that kind of is in line with how I think about a lot of things. Yeah. Not everything. I'm, obviously, you can't be 100% on board with everything everybody's doing. But no, with no. a lot of the stuff that I have, you know, and a lot of the ways that I think about, uh, you know, everything, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just social commentaries. I mean, I don't right. we don't need to get into the, we don't need to get granular. Just social commentaries no, no, no. as a whole. Well,
1: one it, of the things I've always liked about Doctor Who, and I've always, even though I haven't watched very much, one of the things I've always respected about Doctor Who as a medium and as a format of telling stories is that they're not afraid to go crazy. They're not afraid to go with a lady who's a, a stretched out sp- uh, chunk of skin with a face on it, you know. And oh, yeah, that's a, a, good a one. serious character. And I've always respected the fact that they're willing to take these incredibly insane risks to tell a story and it pays off for them and you know even even though i have never been a huge fan, I, I do. I, I I did enjoy what I've watched. I'm I'll watch more. Yeah, it's just from a creative standpoint. It's like yeah, it's it's amazing that they take these risks and just tell these stories that they don't really hold back. They all right, they go for the crazy and they just they just go for it and tell a story.
0: Well, the premise allows them to go anywhere. Yeah, in it's time awesome. and space and dimension and and forwards and backwards through history. Doesn't matter anywhere in the yeah. universe. So it's it's just so open. You know, it's like Star Trek on steroids with, you know, Spock and, and, and James Kirk combined into one character.
1: Right, right. It's cool. It's it's cool. And the fact they regenerate the doctor and the doctor can change.
0: I love that you know, aspect. And that just yeah. allows them to keep that storyline going and they don't have to worry about losing, you know, well, and an it, actor it or your- whatever it
1: allows your main actor to stay on for a couple of years and not get pigeonholed into playing the character for 15 years. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: Well, it refreshes it. It keeps it fresh. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a huge gimmick for the show, but it works really well.
0: Yeah. 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 And now they, they have their first female doctor and I'm excited cause it's going to be an interesting I actually want to watch,
1: I'm, I, I actually want to watch that one cause I want to see, I, I heard the changeover episode was really good. So I want to watch that one.
0: Yeah, that was pretty good. That was, that was pretty good. But you know, the the Peter Capaldi ones, I think – I mean, I, I know if you go online, you can read a lot of people not really – weren't too keen on him um, at the beginning. I don't, I'm i not too sure with the last couple of seasons. But he had uh, Jenny Coleman, I think her name was, as his sidekick for the first, like, year. And, his companion. And she was – yeah, his, his companion. And she was great. And she was with Matt Smith for, like, two years. Yeah. And she was the impossible girl because she keeps dying. And but she keeps coming back, right? And so yeah, I heard about I heard about that. Yeah, it was a really cool storyline. And then the whole thing with uh, the girl that's in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Amy Pond. Mm-hmm. That's her name, and is that her name in Doctor Who? Is that her real name? I don't know. <laughs> Who's the girl? She plays the uh, the bald girl in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Nebula. Yeah, Nebula. That's not her real name. That'd be yeah, Karen Gillian. Yeah, Karen Gillian. Yeah, she's great. And she's, she was great in Doctor Who. That's how she got her start. And she's yeah, been there yeah, for a long good. time. And, and her storyline is with Matt Smith. And it's, it's really, really interesting. You should check that one out. I bet you'll like it.
1: I'm because
0: sure. he he sees her when she's a little girl. Uh-huh. Okay? And there's a crack in her, in her wall. And he's looking at the crack. And he knows it's, there's something wrong with this crack in the wall. It's not of our reality. It's a crack in reality. Right. And he goes, I'll be right back. And he leaves and he doesn't come back for like 20 years because he's the doctor and he travels through space and time. Right, right. And so for him, he was gone for five minutes. For her, he was gone for 20 years old and she was like, you know, six, seven years old and he comes back and she's in her 20s and she's been waiting because everybody thought she was nuts. Right, I'm not crazy. You're yeah. here, <laughs> yeah. And it and she becomes his companion, and and it's really good. And then she has a boyfriend named Rory, and there's a there's a scene where Rory basically becomes plastic, you know, <laughs> and she gets locked in a box at like 3,000 BCE, and he stays with her guarding the box all the way up to modern times. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah. Dude, it's really cool, man. When you start getting into the lore and the storylines of what the doc, of the of Doctor Who, you'll start going, "Oh, wow, this is more than just just a little like a weirdness in one show. There there's things that happen on a show one year that doesn't come back around for 2 years." Like you know, plot points. Yeah, a plot point. And then all of a sudden when they bring it back, you're like, "Holy shit, that ties everything together." And it's really cool. They do a really good job on that show. And I'm excited because they have a new showrunner because Moffat was the showrunner for a long time. And so it's going to be a very interesting new, new season when it comes finally comes out. And I think it, I think it's like September or something like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch
1: more. Uh, ultimately I liked it. I'm going to watch more.
0: Yeah. You should watch the Matt Smith stuff. Uh, I love the David Tennant stuff. You should watch, definitely watch the Matt Smith. His is really good. And, um, uh, And I don't know. I love Peter Capaldi. I thought he did a great job. I I think he was an underrated doctor, and I think it's going to go down that way, like through the annals of the Doctor Who history. They're going to be like, oh, he was way underrated. People didn't appreciate what they had, right? (laughs) You know. But you know, the thing is, if you go back, they're all white men, so it's kind of cool that they finally changed it up to a white girl. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it's a start, you know. Right. and I don't know if they're trying to just appease people, or if they're worried. I don't know that they didn't do like a black guy or an Asian guy just because they've talked about doing or a female any, doctor for, for yeah, years. An Indian that. guy or whatever. I mean, they could do that with no. I don't think anybody would. I mean, I'm sure there'd be some detractors. You know, deta- There would be, but who cares? Detractors. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If if they're there, you don't want them as fans anyways, because that's not right. what, because you know the doctor regenerates. Yeah you know just
1: whatever whatever makes sense and yeah, who cares exactly have fun with it yeah have fun with it
0: so cool oh i'm glad that uh, so maybe i didn't convert you into a big doctor who fan but i made you much more open to it
1: right exactly i'm gonna watch more so oh. that leads to this what'd you think of all-star superman
0: i in thoroughly enjoyed all-star superman put it this way i started reading it last night and then i stayed up until like i don't know 2.30. Oh, Jesus. And I didn't realize it. I started reading, you know, issue one, and then all of a sudden I'm on issue nine, you know, and didn't realize it.
1: It's it's one of those ones that it's it's hard to put down because it just, it keeps you, yeah, Grant Morrison does
0: a great job of keeping you on. Yeah, they do it. Well, Grant Morrison's one of the best comic book writers in a long time. <laughs> I mean, he's, just, he's amazing. He's well, just an amazing it's, writer. He's drawn by Frank fan- quietly, right? Yeah. It's Frank art, quietly, right? Yeah. 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 The, the art is fantastic. Yeah, it is. You know, it kind of reminds me of, it actually kind of reminds me of Bernie Wrightson's Captain Stern.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Clean and beautiful. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. Uh, this, I, I just, I don't know, man. It was it was so, f- I mean, there were some parts that I didn't like that kind of jumps around a little bit where you're like, well, maybe it's just because they just want you to think about it for yourself and they don't explain cer- cer- certain things. Um, yeah. I didn't like the surprise of Solar. Oh, you didn't like that? Well, I I liked Solar as, I liked him as a um, somebody, but you didn't know anything about it until he shows up. It's just right. like, oh, he's Lex's Lex's you know partner or secret partner or whatever, and you didn't even <laughs> know. It was like I didn't even know Lex had a secret partner because right. you're reading it through. You see Lex. It's a secret. It was yeah, a secret. You see Lex like controlling uh through through virtual that sun or that monster guy thing inside the capsule and Superman gets him out and and, you know throws him out in space basically and he is coming through the sun and and his molecules are overcharged and his cells are starting to die because they can't process the amount of yellow light he took in. Right. And and then you have this whole space station project and a project is an acronym, but they never tell you what project actually means. (laughs) <laughs> Which kind of bugged the fuck out of me. You know what I mean?
1: Because yeah. Because you want to know. Jimmy Olsen know. literally
0: says, Oh, Project's obviously an acronym. I want to know what it is. And then they never say it. And then you, you keep seeing it <laughs> P, period, R, period, O, period, J, period, E, period, C, period, T. And you're just like, What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know? And the guy's trying to replicate Superman or come up with a way to save Superman because he feels responsible because he's the reason that Superman went to the sun to capture. Like yeah. fire from the sun, which to me, it's like, wasn't by the time you brought it back somewhere, wouldn't it just be fire no matter what? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Superman's really fast, all right? <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, but every time this guy spoke, I felt like he was a villain that was in disguise. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, that's the feeling I got when I was reading it, but he never does. He never, be, you know, he's apparently on the up and up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently <laughs> yeah because the whole time i'm waiting for the shoe to drop that he i thought he was going to be the person that was helping lex right you know what i mean right. if, if anybody was going to be the secret guy to be helping lex i thought it was going to be him but maybe they did that on that purpose made sense yeah it yeah, made sense and maybe that's why they did that you know yeah. no this guy really because sometimes people are just you know kind of give you a weird vibe but at the end of the day they really are at face value who, who and what they're saying they are
1: Yeah, I think he was a fake out character just to make you make you think that, and and it was played really well to do that to do do that job.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and it was it was a weird thing, and um, but he did a good job. So then, you know, he's I I thought it was funny that he tells Lois I'm Superman and she doesn't believe him. Yeah, she thinks that (laughs) no, 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 you're just you're playing tricks on me, and I'm waiting for the shoe to drop, and everybody's gonna as he's flying her in her car, and he's telling her. Which always makes me laugh when they have like Superman flying and he's underneath right. the car and she's in the car, but they're talking to each other like they can hear each other in a normal conversation. They
1: couldn't hear each other.
0: No, I mean, you, I mean at least have her like have the window down and be yelling. You know yeah. what I mean? Because well, even he, if he, 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 yeah, he can hear, you. hear her fine. Yeah. yeah, but you know how humans are, dude. Right. You got your headphones <laughs> yeah. on; it's on loud. You yell because you think that you know.
1: Because you yeah, can't hear exactly. your own
0: voice. It's your inner monologue no. that you can't hear, and that's why. So, But, you know, or at least have him yelling so that she can hear, you know. So it was right. just kind of right. funny. I mean, that that cracked me up. And then she goes through, and then I liked it that she freaks out and thinking that he's, like, going to do some experiment on her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? And she's grabbing that gun, and, and you know, he's like, oh, I'm not – I'm he's great he's gaining powers as the series goes on yeah because of of how much all the rays yeah all the rays which I thought was a cool concept
1: yeah I thought it was a great it's I mean it's a a great 12-part story that's contained in that in that 12 issues and you know it's I've always thought that was a beautiful story and I I, and while I like the movie they made the cartoon movie I like the movie the the book is so different
0: it would have been better as a miniseries
1: yeah, they left out so much in the movie that yeah. made the book what it was. But still, I mean, the I movie was great in its own right. But the book is just so much better.
0: Yeah, and I liked how he goes as Clark to the prison to give an interview to Lex Luthor, who's now in prison because you know he's Lex Luthor. Right, he and, and they have the whole <laughs> yeah they have the whole prison riot, and they have that the parasite character. You know, yep. being next to Superman, not realizing next to Superman, he just starts feeding on this energy and he wants to kill Lex and they're going through and <laughs> Superman is slowly like, not slowly, he is bumbling, saving everybody and as Clark bumbles through everything, which was, <laughs> which was done really well. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was cool. I was like, that was, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely, so compared to uh, Kingdom Come, I, right. I like this a lot better. I felt yeah, like yeah. this was a Superman that I could like and get behind. Because King can come, I, dude. I, I didn't. Knew it. I didn't like. I, knew it. <laughs> I didn't like the way they portrayed Superman in that. Because to no, me, he, he it, was.
1: It felt he was meant to be. Yeah, he was meant to be portrayed older and a little bit, a little bit harsher in that series.
0: Yeah, well, he, it just felt. I didn't like the way everybody was worried about his reaction to everything they said. That's what. Yeah. That's why I call. That's why where the bully whole thing came from. Because reading that storyline, it's like. What the fuck, man? You're not the the, the in, you're not king. And that's the way everybody treated it. Like he was yeah. the king. And I didn't like it. I don't think and, and reading this storyline, this is the Superman. Because when I read this storyline, dude, the only every time Superman spoke, Christopher Reeve was in my head. Yep. Every time. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's- and when I read Kingdom Come, I didn't have a voice in my head. I had my own internal voice in my head with Superman. And it didn't and make It sounded
1: like this. Hi, I'm Superman.
0: Yeah, cuz I have a very high voice. You no, no, it it. Just, you just gave you just gave Superman that voice in your head, that's all. <laughs> right, right. You sound like Mickey Mouse.
1: <laughs> Come on, oh, boy. oh boy. Oh <laughs> boy. Let's go. Kick some ass.
0: But <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean and that's where that came from, dude, cuz it didn't the even though Kingdom Come was a cool storyline. You know, it was a cool story. Yeah, it but was. But it wasn't it, I don't know. It was just weird. It it there was some things that just didn't come across like Superman to me, you know. And this one was totally different. I mean, he's dying and he knows it and he's still doing everything he needs to do to save humanity. Yeah, that's and in Kingdom that. Kingdom Come that's Superman. He gave up. Yeah. He gave up for like 20 years or something like that.
1: Kingdom Come is an Elseworlds story, so you know, but I mean, it's it's a well, it's, so a, it's, it's a this, story in itself.
0: This is out of timeline.
1: Right, it's out of continuity. I mean, but still, yeah. this one's more this one's more Superman to me than Kingdom Come Superman is.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a definite thing. I love the fact that um, I mean, there's a couple plot points that I wish they would explain. Like, how did you know that Robot Seven got hacked by Lex Luthor to get that serum? You never knew that. Yeah. He just all of a sudden had it, and that kind of it almost felt like an afterthought. Like, oh, we gotta have we gotta give Lex some kind of power, so we'll just say this happened. Right, right. You know what I mean. And they could have done some things. I don't know. I, I mean, because comics, right? Yeah, because comics. Yeah, exactly. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. And then the. Um, and then, of course, like I said at the beginning of my my conversation, my rant here, the, the induction of, of solar coming in. See how I yeah. said that induction is solar. Is solar but nice. But anyways, him beautiful. coming in all of a sudden, he's you know, oh da 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 da, and then like he poisoned the sun. When when did he poison the sun? right you know they didn't show it you did, You just said that he poisoned the sun at least at, it's a 12-part miniseries man you could have shown solar being a part of it or at least a silhouette or something that some it, tell yeah some kind of tell that made you think oh who is helping lex and then have him and then you could have have quinlan or is it quinlan was that the name of the scientist that was so. on the asteroid i think so or the moon i don't know i don't know where they're at actually they're I have no idea where he's at. They're on some base I They're on mean. some base in space. <laughs> They're on base, 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 base space. Base Base. space. Space Base space base base, base, base. base. Yeah. So, but they could have had him like discover, oh my God, the sun got poisoned because of the, you know, that's, right. but other than that, I mean, that's, I, if that's my only complaints, come on. Right. It was well, a lot th- of fun. Yeah.
1: Right. Good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I was, I, I don't know. I Were you I, nervous? The whole time I'm like, I was nervous, about I really think he's gonna. <laughs> I really think he's gonna enjoy this because it is a really good story, and I think this is the, this is a Superman I'm more talking about when I'm trying but to he could tear Superman. it apart
0: just to be a dick.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But he can be a dick sometimes, so maybe he's gonna come back and be like, "Fuck this guy."
0: No, Fuck Superman. no, 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 I liked it. I mean, I don't know, man. It was fun. You know, they they even mentioned Batman in it, which is kind of funny. Yeah, but they don't well, it's show way better Batman. Than, so,
1: no, so this story came out at the same time. All Star Batman and Robin came out. Yeah, and All Star Batman and Robin is wildly different and wildly horrible. If you is it read bad? It.
0: I haven't read it. Is it bad? I mean, I have read the new All Star Batman, which was actually pretty good.
1: The no, All Star Batman and Robin is written by Frank Miller and drawn by Jim Lee.
0: Oh, you think it'd and, be amazing?
1: Well, it's pretty much Frank Miller doing whatever he can do to push, to take, just to be very super edgy with Batman, and it's. Let's just say they didn't finish the series. It went for like. Five or six issues, and when they stopped making them.
0: People just said no.
1: It was just—it's terrible. It's bad writing. It's oh. probably the worst thing Miller's ever written.
0: To wow.
1: Be I mean, it looks pretty because it's drawn by Jim Lee, right? But it's just—it's just bad. Wow. It's like it's not—it's very not Batman, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It—it it doesn't make any sense, or is it just it, it like does, the just actions doesn't make of Batman
1: doesn't make sense? That kind of stuff. The, his, his actions and the story itself just don't make sense. Oh, wow. I wonder there's why. Some, there, there's some lines that I can't, for some reason, I just can't think of them right now that are just like, you read them and you're like, w- why would you put that in a Batman comic? You know?
0: Yeah, what are you thinking?
1: Exactly. Yeah. My dad had bought it when it first came out because it was like, oh, Frank Miller's doing Batman again. I was, like, he's, I was like, cool, I'll buy that. So he, he bought like the first like three issues, and after the issue, he was like, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everybody has their downtime. Everybody has yeah, stories yeah. that don't. D- you're allowed you to know. tell a bad story now and then. It's fine. Yeah. And he you know? might have forced himself to do that. Because he got you know, and it just, just just didn't work, right? Yeah, I think for me, like I love the Dark Knight. That's probably my favorite. The Dark Knight Returns. That's probably my favorite Batman storyline because I've read that book, the, the trade paperback. I, I don't know, I, I've a billion times. You know what I mean? I've read it a lot. It's just a fun book. I mean, it really is. The whole thing with the mutants, the game, the mutant gang, and you know, he does a whole his own lingo, and then just. Batman being old, but just, you know, that's where the first time you see him like bust through the wall and grab somebody, and now you've seen that done in multiple Batman comic books and Batman movies. And it all comes from that Frank Miller that came from that Frank Miller book. Yeah. You know, you know and it's just really cool. And, you know, and I know you don't like the whole Superman scene, but it's still a cool scene, man. And it still it visually looks stunning. You know? I, the fact when Superman gets bombed by the nuclear bu- the nuclear uh, missile, and he g- he just becomes skin and bones, and he gets up to the sun, and 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 he just you know starts to fill back out, and it's just it's really cool looking, and a scene co- that
1: should have been much better in BVS. Cause seemed, yeah, that that's a scene, yeah, that's a scene that would have BVS. been amazing
0: in BVS, and they just kind of it's, it's in BVS, and it looked weird. Is that scene in BVS? Yeah, I mean it's
1: not. Or, yeah, it's, well, I don't think it's a nuclear bomb that hits him, but he he's all dying and decaying. Is it? Uh, yeah, I and remember. he flies he fli he flies with outer space and like then he looks all it was super looks super CGI and then he regenerates with the sun. Yeah I don't know if he's I think Oh it's, I
0: think it's, I, I can, do remember that. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You know, but visually in the comic book, it's stunning. It yeah. really is. You know. And right. Klaus Janssen is, re- is amazing. I need to reread that. I need yeah, to reread that it, book. So I read it for a long take time. It as a grain of salt. Cause I know you don't like the Superman scene because you're like, uh, because they because they make Superman kind of a patsy. You know, he's like a he's, yeah. he's a freaking American new you know douchebag, really, because he right. just does whatever the president tells him to do, and that's not what Superman's supposed to be like. Which
1: Superman wouldn't do that, you know?
0: <laughs> no, he wouldn't kill Batman because the president told him to. Exactly. Yeah,
1: and he also he wouldn't he wouldn't be a patsy for any government because that's that's. that's not his in in his character you know, wheelhouse of what he would do. Right, you know? right, right,
0: right.
1: And it's but for the story, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's for the single story.
0: Yeah, it's a single it is, story. It, it just single story. It is what it, it is.
1: It's just unfortunate that that one story has has influenced people's thoughts of both Batman and Superman <laughs> for the last it's thirty years. It's become
0: so iconic.
1: Yeah, it's been that people people look at that and they say that's how they see Batman and that's how they see Superman, which is a big reason why I think a lot of people don't like Superman because they see Superman as that douchebag from. That that book, you know?
0: Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be in some. I mean, maybe more of of the older generation because I don't think, I don't know how popular that book. I mean, I know that book is popular because of what it is, but I don't know how many people have actually read it and gone back and read it. And <clears throat> uh, as
1: far as I know, that books ne- that books never been out of print, so they keep printing new ones every year. <laughs> That's crazy. So here's here's a sample of the dialogue from All Stars Batman, and Superman, or yeah. Batman Robin. I mean, yeah. Uh, this, You've probably heard this before, but this is a line that Batman says to prepubescent Dick Grayson. What are you, dense? Are you retarded or something? Who the hell do you think I am? I'm the goddamn Batman. Uh huh. all right. That's the dialogue. That's a sample of the dialogue from that book. And it was just bad.
0: That is weird. Yeah.
1: Like, why would Batman say that to an underage Dick Grayson? How's the art? The art's fine. The art's Jim Lee and Scott Williams. It's you know. it's
0: How do you fuck that up, <laughs> right? I mean,
1: it's Jim Lee and Scott Williams doing Batman. I mean, it's, I don't know what Jim Lee fan- was thinking as
0: he was reading the pages to draw.
1: He's like, well, fuck, whatever. They're paying me for this shit. Well, because he did Hush, right? Yeah, he did H- Hush. Is good. And did he write Hush? No, no. Uh, Hush was written. Fuck, who wrote Hush? Was Brian Azzarello, Jeff Loeb wrote Hush.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah, Jeff Loeb's a good writer though. Yeah, he's a great. He's a great writer. Yeah, he wrote Hush, and you know Hush is really good. Yeah, yeah, we should do a review of that one. We haven't
1: done yeah, an actual are. comic book review in a while. We kind of did it on this episode with, with all Star All Star
0: Superman, but I mean, yeah, but do a that full was a on little one. different. That's a, a different premise, and I think yeah. I think this was fun. This this yeah, opened I like up. It. We should do a, another one like this here soon, where we say, okay, you this is something I like. I don't know if you'll enjoy this, but try this. But something more equal
1: for us to take in, because mine was pretty easy to do and yours took a long time.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) I feel bad about that. I mean, uh, it's all right. I mean, I just gave you shit because... Because I could because it was there right. and I'm like, Fuck man. I was like, Well I'll read I'll read the first arc and you're like, It's not an arc. All twelve is the arc and I'm like, Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a twelve issue arc, man. It's a whole it's a contained story. I mean I could have went and said, You need to watch season five of all of Doctor Who <laughs> Fuck that. That would take it so long. <laughs> I think they only do like eight or nine or ten. They, yeah, don't do, they don't do. They don't do very much. Yeah, the British do
1: a much more shortened season compared. They don't to do Americans. the twenty four like they do here, which I think twenty four is too much for a season. But it's a different story.
0: But see, I, <laughs> but I'm a consumer and I, I like it because I don't want to sit there and have to like wait. That's the. That's I don't the know. I'd have a tight.
1: I'd rather have a tight thirteen episodes and a twenty four long with, with half of them being crap.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on how much I like the characters. Yeah, I'd
1: rather have a season
0: than has Because I could put up with some crap, flow. Dude. I could put up some crap. <laughs> I could put up with it if I really, really like the characters yeah, and, yeah, and, and love guess. the overall writing. And it, you know, because I could do some fluff, you know, if if, if it's – especially because I th- I think what people mess up is they want these tight episodes that are all, like, action-packed. You know what I mean? They got yeah. boom, boom, boom. But sometimes th- those fluff – creates character development that you can't get any other way and you might go oh this one's shitty yeah but now you just saw a different side of a character and now when they make decisions you can actually see where they're coming yeah. from on certain things and you don't get that unless you have that fluff
1: I agree I, I my favorite episodes of Supernatural because I love that show are the ones in the middle of the season the ones that they they'll do episodes around around episode like 12 through say Seventeen or ten through seventeen or whatever. Yeah, the episodes that are kind of tied to the overall series arc for that season, but they're not really like they're self-contained episodes that are more that are fun. Like you know, an episode where Sam and Dean get ex get a uh, put into the real world where they're on a set of the supernatural show and they're actors, but they're like they're they're not actors, but they're you know they're playing themselves. They're playing Jared Padalecki and, and Jensen Ackles. You know, yeah. like, just really fun.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Those are my favorite ones. So anyway, but anyways. You know, we've uh, rambled on a lot here about other stuff. <laughs> that's all right. That's
0: all right. That's so we do. went
1: over Doctor Who. We went over Superman. There we go.
0: So there you go. I think, but I think you're right. I think that's a. I think it's that's a, a show, man. That's, that's, a, that's show. a show because
1: we got because we got forty minutes here and half an hour there, so it's going to be a, an, over an hour. So
0: yeah, yeah. So something
1: like that. We have we just changed hosting providers.
0: We did. I'm excited. We we have moved over to Libsyn. Now this will be the yep. second episode that is post first there posted to Libsyn. Because we have another episode that's in the can that's yeah. going up before that. Now it's
1: not, it's not going to change where you, how you listen. To, I mean, every, whatever you listen to us on is going to stay the
0: same. It should stay a the new same. Place. Yeah.
1: We have a new place we upload to, which is exciting for us because it gives us more back-end features and more flexibility for stuff.
0: That's right. That's right. So we're very excited for that.
1: So with that being said, you can listen to us on Libsyn or on you know SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere else. Soon we'll be on iHeartRadio and Spotify, hopefully. That's the yep. plan. And uh, obviously on our website, still, spoilercountrypod.com. Uh, where can they
0: talk to us? You can talk to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Patreon. Visit our Patreon, Patreon. page. And when we, re- when we pre-release episodes and you are a Patreon member, a patron of ours, you will be able to listen to that before everybody else.
1: Yep, so patreon.com slash Everything that we do, it has it's before the due date. will be up there early. So even if it's a week early or whatever, you'll be able to hear it there way ahead of time.
0: That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Just remember to do one thing for me. Expand your mind and read more. We're out. See ya.